This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change. This is the Decibel with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. All right, here we are. We're back. Oh, man. It seems like it's been a minute. I'm so tired. <laughs> but we're here rocking, man. Just like we always try to do. We always try to do our best, bring you guys something new, something fun. Here's something that we do from time to time. It's the whole reason why we started this podcast. It's because radio sucks. But we're here to remedy that because we are the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my brother, my friend, and another man who believes that radio sucks and that we can do better and is willing to prove it. It's Chris Sinzak. How you doing, man? Good. Well, I mean, I'm glad we got finally got to record. We're really, we're really putting the, uh, we're punching the time clock today. Yeah, <laughs> I know, man. And I'll take the blame for it. It's been, you know, I hear people talk about depression all the time, and I don't really get like what I imagine depression is, but I do slip out of the groove every once in a while, you know. In these last couple of weeks, man, I've been hitting it hard at work and just shit coming up left and right. And I appreciate you being patient with me, but we're here to rock it out today and we're going to do a good job. We're each going to pick five songs that basically if this was a radio station, 
these are songs we'd play and why not yeah and then we'd get thrown off the air <laughs> but yeah I could, um but yeah it's it's definitely nothing you're going to hear on the radio these days but now as far as uh you know, getting out of the groove sometimes, you know, we were just talking before we went on air, but you know, we have our episode 500 is coming up and we are planning some special stuff for it. But, uh, you know, it's hard to believe that, you know, we've, we've kept at it this long and, you know, over 11 years and 500 episodes. And, but yeah, obviously it, there's going to be times where, you know, you don't feel so you feel like the time to make the donuts guy sometimes, yeah. you know, it's like, all right, I got to research for this one again. But Either way, it always comes out good. We always end up playing really cool stuff. And then you guys come back with feedback that always makes us feel better. So we, we appreciate all of yeah. it. Yeah. So over the years, we've taken turns. You know, sometimes we're both on the money. Sometimes Chris has to carry the show. Sometimes I got to carry the show. Today, Chris and Zach will be carrying the show. <laughs> <laughs> Get on my shoulders, Camaro. I'm there, buddy. You you carry me to the highest heights. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So how do we do this? Oh, God. Do I remember? Oh, yeah. Reviews and recommendations. That's what we like. When I'm down in the dumps like I am right now, there's only one thing that's going to bring me up, one thing to do it the way I need it done, and that's those sweet, sweet reviews and recommendations and Good golly, we got some. Fantastic. Yeah. We've been without for a little bit. Brings us down. We open it up. We see that there's some. It brings us back up. So let's check these out. They're five stars, so we're going to read them on the show. The first one here is an Apple podcast review, and it's entitled, More Aiken, Please. You got to love that. Five stars. Goes a little something like this. Love the way Decibel Geek finds new creative ways to reinvent the podcast. Your latest episode on Pantera was excellent. You need to have Chris Aiken on your show again. In fact, I know the perfect episode for his return. With Eddie Trunk's recent throwdown between 5150 and Eat em and Smile, it would be a great topic for a Decibel Geek debate. Especially since it's pretty well known that Aiken likes Sammy Hagar while Aaron loathes Sammy Hagar. Thanks for all the hard work you both put into this podcast. It is much appreciated on my end. That's an Apple Podcast review. It's from a girl. It is. Maybe we're up to 2% We now. got the 2 percenters in the house. This comes to us from Elizabeth Gaines right here in the United States. Man, love it. Love it that the ladies actually get in on this. You know, this, this show, this subject, this topic... It seems like a sausage fest most of the time, you know. You go to a concert, like the kind of music we like, it's all dudes. But it's always cool to see that the ladies are in on it, too, because there's some real rock and roll chicks out there that are cool as hell. And if they're listening to this show, they are cream of the crop, and we appreciate them very, very much. So thank you, Elizabeth, for that awesome review. Yeah, I agree. We should get Chris Aiken on the show more often. He's a super awesome dude. We had fun with him and Toomey talking about Pantera. It was a great, fun episode. Well, maybe my conspiracy mind is thinking that it, Elizabeth Gaines is Chris Aiken posing as a woman on, <laughs> on uh, Apple. And right it's back. just his way of getting back on the show. And right back down to 1% we go. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, thank you, Elizabeth. We appreciate it. <laughs> Love it. All right, look here. We also got a couple of Podchaser reviews. Got one for the Demolicious episode we did not too long ago. This one comes from J.A.C. Handel. Five stars, they're all there. 
And it goes a little something like this. Only got partway into this commute this morning. Good stuff. Still certainly better than a day's worth of banana hammock nut waxing. Okay. As suspected, the rest was great. Way better than icy hot in your jock. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I think. And then we got another one from the JAC. Five stars for the New Noise Weekly. And he wants to know, did Gene address whether he or Al Gore invented the Internet? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if Gene made that claim at some point. Yeah, it sure wouldn't. But we had a lot of fun doing all those episodes. You know, we're always looking for new ways to attack rock and metal music and ways to talk about it. And sometimes the best way is just looking back through the damn near 500 episodes we've done and say, you know what? We did this one time and it was a lot of fun and we always said we'd go back to it and we never have. Demolicious. Hey, let's try something new. The best and the worst of a certain band. It's a hit. We'll keep doing those as well. So we appreciate everybody that leaves us those reviews and recommendations. You guide the ship through the stormy sea. You do. You help us figure out what works, what don't, what to revisit, and what to leave in the past. So if you like the show or you like certain subjects or certain ways we do it, let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. And if it's got five stars, we're going to read it on the show. Apple Podcast Reviews podchaser.com and of course we like the facebook recommendations as well if you guys want to leave us a review like i said five stars i'll get it right on the show hit them up get it done we appreciate it other people that we really appreciate as always are the people that will take last week's episode and they'll get out there and they'll find it on facebook and they'll find it on twitter and they will take that original post from our facebook page or our twitter account i guess and retweet it or share it simple your friends are hearing about what you're into and that is the decibel geek podcast by doing that you're helping us get the word out about what we're doing here and more and more people get involved pretty soon you know that facebook group we got the decibel geek community is just rocking with conversation it's a lot of fun so you're inviting people you're sharing the word you're spreading the magic of the decibel geek podcast and by doing that you become an honorary Geek of the Week. Geeks of the Week this week are Adam Cox, Rock and Ron Runyon, James West, Simon Cat, Mark Starsky, Kevin Williams, Charles Trainer, Brent Tibbetts, Craig Turdich, Mike Parnell, Aaron Baker, Kristen Schimbeck, David Cathy, Will Honeycutt, David Glenn, Brian Knapp, Todd Cunningham, Mark Alden Taylor, Paul Korn, Keith Rockford, Mike Moon, Warren Edward LaRue Baker, Alan Tate, Nate Atchison, John Phillips, Double Barrel Daryl, The Rock and Metal Profs Podcast, Sit and Spin with Joe, Mark and Jerry, BS Sessions, Freeform Rock Podcast, Pantheon Podcast, Tom Smoke, Belmondo, Gregory Muse, Jeff Taylor, Rob Webb, Joel Hoffman, Jeff Mendenhall, Focus on Metal Podcast, Doug Fox, The Central Scrutinizer, Bill Elam, Jay Shabluski, Eladio, Ernesto Aguiar, Sean Cullen, J.J. McElhenney, Joseph Capone, Victor Ruiz, Scott Crouch, and as always, The, the Mooger Fuger. Mooger Fuger, brother, I am so ready to come hang out with you in Indianapolis, I need a vacation so bad. I can't wait. We thank everybody that takes the time to share and retweet our episodes. When you do that, we got to honor you by making you a Geek of the Week. If you want to hear your name right at the top of the show on next week's episode, well, there you go. That's all you got to do. Get out there. Find that original post. Like us on Facebook so when it comes up, there it is. You share it. Boom. You're in Geek of the Week. 
You got to love it. It's so simple, so easy. We are a part, a proud, proud part of Pantheon Podcast. Pantheon Podcast, they take all the best music podcasts in the entire world. They pull them all into one place and they say, look, here they all are. You're looking for the best in music podcasts? Well, we're going to serve them up to you on a silver platter. You pick and choose what you like. It's a smorgasbord. It's a buffet of awesome music podcasts. You just walk on down the line and say, well, you've done the work for me. Thank you, Pantheon Podcast. Find them on the Facebook. Give them a like. Give them a follow. And give them a big old thank you for bringing you the Decibel Geek Podcast for free every single week. We appreciate those guys a whole lot. I see some uh, I see some people in here that uh, gave some good comments on the uh, penis conversation last week. <laughs> oh, boy. We've stooped to new lows. Uh, people really thought that was funny, though, man. I listened back to it. I was like, that is funny. <laughs> What'd your wife think of it? <laughs> Not amused. <laughs> yeah, I could, and I can picture her rolling her eyes when you brought this up to her. And just then her phone went, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, here we are. We've been doing this one for a long, long time. One of the longest running traditions of the Decibel Geek podcast. You know, when Chris and I first got together and he pitched me the idea of Decibel Geek, I basically said to him, wow, man, that sounds like the radio show that I've always dreamt of being able to do. No restraints, nobody to tell you what you can and can't play. You're just going to play good music. You're going to talk about good music, whatever you want to do. That's beautiful because radio don't do it like that. When we were young, man, radio was the number one place to find your new favorite music. You'd hear something on the radio and be like, oh, wow, what is that? And then the DJ would say, that's a new song by this band. And you'd say, I got to know more about that band. And then you're going to go look in the Metal Edge magazines. Or you're going to try to ch catch them on MTV or whatever, you know, to learn whatever you can about this band because somebody brought it to you and set it in front of you and said, check this out. But radio don't really do that anymore. Even like, you know, you pay extra to get the satellite radio and they may play a different selection of songs, but they're still playing those same songs over yep. and over and over again. So that's really no fun either. You know, where that at one time seemed like awesome. This is the way radio should be. Well, not so much. But here on Decibel Geek, we're going to play what we want. And we're going to bring you something that you may not have ever heard before, or maybe you have heard it before. Who knows? We're just here to have fun because this is our show. We're going to play what we want. Who's going first? Oh, I'm definitely going first because I've seen your picks and your, your last song is going to have to be the play out song because otherwise oh, yeah. there's going to be people offended and are going to turn off their iPod. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that last song is going to be for you, Elizabeth. Who left us that sweet review <laughs> oh god i can't wait i've been meaning to play that for a long time so today's the day yeah so i'll go first um and yeah i, I think there's some cool stuff here uh some some newer bands some older bands it, it's a good mix of things this week so starting off for me is uh a new track from the band Nordic Union. And if you don't know who Nordic Union is, it's a collaboration between Roddy Atkins of Pretty Maids and Eric Martinson of Eclipse. So two huh. pr pretty amazing melodic rock artists. Uh, their third album, Animalistic, was released on August 5th through Frontiers. Ronnie is a, a true warrior. In recent years, he got diagnosed with stage four cancer 
And since then, he's just been on a tear creatively, and he's put out a lot of music, including two solo albums and this album, the third one from Nordic Union. Um, I enjoyed the first two albums by this band, but uh, this new one is a little bit heavier, but it still doesn't sacrifice melody. This is the title track from the new Nordic Union album. It's called Animalistic.
that's a good way to start this off. Get your blood flowing, right? Yeah. You know, I really look up to Ronnie. You know, that guy has been through shit, you know, and sometimes it's one of those things where, you know, like today I come in and go, God, I'm tired. I'm sore. I'm, I'm wiped out, you know, but sometimes nothing, nothing will make you fight harder than getting your ass kicked a little bit, you know, and that guy for getting his ass kicked a little bit has come back strong. And like you said, has just been rocking his ass off with all kinds of cool stuff ever since. So a true inspiration. Yeah, and you know, pretty maids. If it wasn't for podcasting, I never would have really gotten into pretty maids. And uh, yeah, uh, Shiaki from the Metal Moment podcast years ago played a pretty maid song like ten years ago, and I got into them from that point forward. And I listened to them a lot. And then, of course, Eclipse. You know, another band that uh, there's so much stuff we discovered not only from listeners but other podcasts. So it's right. it, it's a it's a great community we've built. But yeah. I, uh, I'm going to be purchasing this new Nordic Union album because there's a lot of great stuff on it. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in that myself. So like I said, you're picking up the slack for us this week. What a great informative thing that just was. You know, you got to hear a great song. You got to learn a little bit about the band. Me, not so much. <laughs> I literally threw my picks together probably in the last half an hour. They're still good, though. Just stuff I've been jamming on here lately. Stuff that I love. Want to remind you guys once again earlier than in the year, one of my favorite bands, Classic Seventy Eight, came out with that new album, Phantoms. I love those guys, man. I love what they do. If you're a Kiss fan, you really got to appreciate that. And so, what they do is they write songs that feel like they would have been written by Kiss in the classic era of the band. Hence the name, Classic Seventy Eight. We've talked about this band a lot over the years. The last time they came out with stuff a few years ago, it was my number one album of the year. You can't beat it. It's it's really awesome. It's going to be an interesting year at the end because, you know, at the end of the year, every year, we do our best of that year. So best of 2022 is going to be really interesting. Like when this came out earlier in the year, I thought, well, clearly this is going to easily be my number one again, but it's got a lot of competition. So as I've been listening to this one, because I, I like to go back and, and check it out and listen to it again and again, I get to thinking, you know, wow, you know, this is so good. But there's so many other great albums that have come out this year, too. And so many more great albums still expected to come out before the end of the year. Where is Classic 78 going to rank? So I thought, I need a reminder of just how good Phantoms was. And I think maybe you guys need a reminder, too. So with that being said... Without further ado, it's Classic 78 with Walk That Walk.
yeah. Gotta love it. Sounds more like Kiss than Kiss does on Psycho Circus. Yeah, totally. Totally does. And I love it. And I love what they do. I love how they do it. I love how much they respect it. You know, the classic era of Kiss. How much they strive to not just sound like Kiss, but to write songs that Kiss, that sound like Kiss would have wrote back then, you know? And that's a great example of it right there. You know, it's got the Paul Stanley-ish vocals, you know, and it's got that swagger to it. And it's got... The guitars are so ace-like. The drums, I mean, they got it down. They got it so down. So if you haven't had a chance to check out that album, it's called Phantoms. It's still out there. It's still available. And it's still pretty new. So get yourself some of that. And I know you're going to love it. And then you come back and tell me where Classic 78 ranks on your top albums of 2022 so far. Yeah, take a break from the Sam Loomis videos and listen to the record. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've been loving that. Oh, what a crazy situation. I just explained that to my wife the other day. She's like, what's the big deal about this? I'm like, what's the big deal? (laughs) She's like, this stuff has never been seen before. And then I kind of explained to her the backstory as as I understand it. And she's like, that is crazy. I was like, well, whatever it is, I don't care because I get to see Ace, Gene, Paul, and Peter all together jamming Kiss songs without their makeup on, laughing, cutting up. You know, speaking of that, one thing I want to say is I watched that video that shows them as they're kind of rehearsing the Kiss songs before they go out on the reunion tour. Mm -hmm. And I've always heard the story of... You know, Tommy Thayer had to reteach Ace all them songs. But when I watch that, it, that kind of makes that story seem bullshit. Because Ace yeah. really seems to have it down pretty good without any help from anybody. I mean, Tommy may have helped to a point, but I don't think it was to the high amount that they claim it was. Same with with Peter. I think Peter sounds pretty good on most of that stuff, yeah. too. Yeah, he was yeah. sounding really good. And, and I love the fact that they're laughing and cutting up and... Ace is singing Taxman, but he's calling Gene Fat Man. (laughs) It's just great. And the fact that that stuff is out there, you know, I don't even care how or why. I'm just enjoying it. And it keeps coming. It's It's a fantastic time to be a Kiss fan in the world right now. Yeah, well, if you are into the the behind-the-scenes drama stuff, uh, Podcast Rock City just did a crazy... uh, live stream on YouTube like a week ago. And they get some of the people that are kind of behind the scenes of that and it's it's just like wrestling promos being cut between these two people that they had on i'm not going to name names or anything but go check out podcast rock city if you haven't checked it out because even my wife and daughter were watching it along with me they're like this is the craziest shit we've ever seen yeah well welcome to my world (laughs) i'm I'm staying out of the drama with all that but uh as a uh, consumer and kiss fan it's fun to watch it all i'm gonna have to check that out yeah it, it was pretty wild all right, so back to Radio Sucks. Um, we certainly had a lot of coverage of ex-Hanoi Rocks member Andy McCoy on the show lately. Yeah. Uh, not exactly for the most positive of reasons. You know, there's uh, amid all the shit talk between he and the Motley Crue camp, as well as the crazy story that John Karabi recently shared of that run-in that he had with him. Um, we should mention that Andy McCoy does have a new record out. And uh, Jukebox Junkie was released August 5th on Cleopatra Records. It's a bit of a different covers album as it has him doing some decidedly not hard rock songs and giving them that spin. Nice. And there's uh, covers of songs by reggae artists Toots and the Maytals, Rockabilly Queen Wanda Jackson, 
And this one, originally done by Squeeze, it's Andy McCoy with a song called Take Me, I'm Yours. far out yeah i and uh, have you heard the the squeeze version the original well sure yeah it's an old classic am gold yeah it's it's well it's like really kind of quirky new wave-ish sounding thing and um he definitely rocked it up and I, I i just love what he did with it. it's great songs amazing chorus on that song yeah, it's it's kind of a shame because like you say every time you see andy mccoy in the news it's always him, you know, I hate Motley Crue, which total totally understandable. But people forget, you know, how good of a player that guy was, is, is, you know. I, th- I say was because I think of his stuff with Hanoi Rocks, you know. And Hanoi Rocks is, man, when you're talking about underrated bands, man, when, when you look at Hanoi Rocks and you look at the history of them, they were doing the whole Sunset Strip thing. Before there was even such a thing. And you got to know that guys like Motley Crue and guys like Poison and guys like all of them got turned on to Hanoi Rocks and said, that's what we should be doing. So while this whole genre of music is created in Los Angeles, California and becomes this whole massive thing, 
You got this group over in Northern Europe going, hey, wait a minute. We invented that shit and never got the credit they deserve for it. Ah, uh, there's great stuff there. If you haven't checked out their older stuff, check it out. Like Two Steps from the Move, that's great. You yeah. know, there's there's a lot of good stuff. Axl Rose was heavily influenced by Michael Monroe. Yeah, so totally. It's a, it's uh it's good stuff if you haven't checked it out. But yeah, I like what I've heard off this new uh, covers album of his. I think it's pretty cool. Right on. See, I didn't ever knew nothing about Hanoi Rocks until Michael Monroe came out with you know uh, Dead Jail and Rock and Roll. And I was like, well, this is pretty cool, you know. And they're like, oh, that's a guy from Hanoi Rocks. And I'm like, oh. I used to see, you know, rock stars in the hit parader and metal edge wearing Hanoi Rocks t-shirts and never had no idea what it was. All right. So here's a one that a few weeks ago we were doing something and I had this CD out and I was looking at it going, you know, I've had this CD for a long time and I haven't listened to it in forever. It must not be that great. But then I pulled it out and listened to it for the first time in a very, very long time and thought, Man, this is pretty damn good. So I got reading up on them a little bit. The band I'm talking about has got a classic name. You gotta love this. I'm talking about the Cycle Sluts from Hell. You know about the you know about the Cycle Sluts from Hell? They're an awesome Christian group. <laughs> I think they toured with Striper in the eighties, right? I think so, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You might be mixing them up with somebody else, but what I always remember is my first introduction to this band was reading about Ace Fraley on the Morton Downey Jr. show way back in the day. And the Cycle Sluts from Hell were on that episode as well. Now, I haven't seen that in forever. From time to time, I look on YouTube to see if it's on there. I've never found it. But I went hmm. back and I pulled out that CD and was like, you know what? I'll check this out. I haven't listened to it in forever. It's pretty damn good. Basically, it's these four girls. They're all the lead singer. There's four chicks in the band plus a band in the background. So you got these dudes that are playing all the instruments, but the four girls are up front and they're all singing. So they were friends who loved hard rock and metal music. They said, we ought to start a band. We're like, anybody play guitar? No. Anybody sing? Yeah, we all sing. We need a band. So they found a band and they fronted it. You ever heard of that? A band with four lead singers? A couple times. Yeah, well, you're about to hear it again. So from way back in the day, back in the 80s, mm, gotta love it. That's the only time you get away with a name like Cycle Sluts from Hell and a song like this. It's called By the Balls.
Joey rocking, huh? Yeah, I like that. I think that Morton Downey show, I think Joey Ramone was on that too, wasn't he? I think so. I think yeah. so, yeah, because it was way back, and I remember seeing it in Metal Edge magazine, and they had like photos of it in there, because anything Ace Fraley, you know, back then, I was crazy about because I could never get enough Ace Fraley, because it's like, all right, there's Winger, there's Trickster, you know, all this stuff, Firehouse, yeah, it's great, you know, nah, no Ace Fraley in this magazine, but every once in a while, there would be some Ace Fraley, I'd be like, mm, I'm buying that. And I remember reading it over and over again going, man, I wish I lived in the city where I could get cable and watch Morton Downey Jr. And Ace Fraley would be on there. But Psycho Sluts from Hell, they only came out with the one album. But I think they're still around. I mean, I know I believe they're all still alive. I don't, they don't tour or nothing. But I think every once in a great, great while, they might still get together and do a show in New York. But I, from what I read, it seemed like it'd been a while. Hmm. But it's a pretty interesting thing, you know, something to look into. You know, if you're into, like, the history of rock and, and all that, this was towards the tail end of, you know, that era of rock music. And it's not a bad album. I mean, that song right there is pretty good. I think the song they're most known for, if they're known, <laughs> is a song called I Wish You Were a Beer. They had a video for it back in the day. But, yeah, Cycle Sluts from Hell never really made it too far like i said one album wonders but that one album's pretty wonderful if you check it out for my next pick i'm going to start with a quote and the quote is it's very rare to have a french band that rocks like this and the quote comes from jack douglas legendary producer huh yeah i guess you know all these years doing this show i don't know that we've ever really showcased a whole lot of french hard rock they're called Black Rain, and it's it's really fresh to me because they've been around for a while, but I still want to get them in today. Uh, they hail from France. They put out their first album in 2008 and went on to play a lot of gigs throughout Europe. After releasing their second album, they met Jack Douglas, who was impressed with their sound, would go on to work on their third album. They would wind up finishing fourth on France's Got Talent. I guess every country has like an America's Got Talent show. Yeah. And uh, they signed a deal with Sony, but it was kind of short-lived. They continued to put out great records, including the new one, which is set for release later this year. Here's the title track from the upcoming Black Rain album. It's called Untamed.
Uh-huh. I yeah. like that. Yeah, that's good. Pretty good stuff. And, uh, you know, a little bit outside the wheelhouse of what you you expect from Jack Douglas, but uh, that it's it sounds good to me. Yeah, I dig it, too. And I wonder if we could do like, uh, remember back when we used to do an episode called Where You Come From? Mm-hmm. I wonder if we could do one with France. With France. Yeah. That'd probably be a lot of research. <laughs> I was going to say, we'll just play 10 Black Rain songs in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who, any, if there's somebody else that is notable from France that we're not thinking of, put it in the comments. Yeah, we want to know the best rock bands from France. What have we been missing out on? I always wanted to go to Club Remulac. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, so again, I got no notes. I'm not really doing nothing here, just kind of listening to Chris, learning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to help. But I've been jamming on some cool stuff while I was at work. Got the earbud in, checking things out. This one I came up on the uh, shuffle that I hadn't heard in a while, and I was like, man, this is such a good song. It's from our good friends, the Rock and Roll Residency. Again, here's another band that only came out with one album before they went on to, I don't know, join in the Gene Simmons band, then join in the Ace Fraley band. Some of them are still with Ace Fraley. Some of them are out playing with Accept. Uh, it's amazing how that whole thing went. You know, when we met these guys, they were just, you know, the rock and roll residency and the big rock show. You know, it was just these these two things here in town in Nashville that were a lot of fun to go to you know we go see the big rock show all the time because it had uh had ryan cook in it you know and yep. i knew ryan cook from way back in the day from our radio days from when he was in hair of the dog and then from him we get turned on to the rock and roll residency with which has got phil Schaus and jeremy asbrock in it you know we think man these guys are so cool and so talented we get them on the show you know and we we have such a great time talking to them and every time we see them you know it's just a joy and we did uh, i guess a couple of weeks ago now we did the uh big iron maiden party downtown at bowie's and ryan cook stopped in there you know and he's there with uh genie who was uh hollywood from glow wrestling if you guys remember way back in the day there was the all-female wrestling promotion glow genie was hollywood so i remember like the first time we go over to genie ryan's house and it's like to me it's like this is the greatest party i've ever been to it's like i can walk into this room and we're talking about rock and roll i can walk into this room and now we're talking about wrestling you know just bebop back and forth and be like these are the greatest people i've ever met (laughs) we've made, made a lot of great relationships and friendships out of just that that early connection with those guys amen to that and learned about and got to hear all kinds of great music and who would have ever thought that one day those guys would be with gene simmons we were blown away when that happened and then next thing you know it's like oh they're a part of ace fraley's band now it's like what i mean (laughs) you would say how did this happen but the answer is simple they're fucking awesome and they deserve it. And there's nobody better to be in either one of those bands. Again, I only wish that Gene Simmons would take those guys and say, hey, help me on my new solo album. I need to make the Gene Simmons album that people deserve. The good, hard, rocking one that everybody's always wanted. Please, guys, help me make that real. And believe me, brother, they could do it. But for now, those guys are out there with Ace Fraley. Phil's out there with Accept, played on the new Accept album. 
So cool, man, to see the trajectory that those guys have gone on just from when we met them all those years ago and we're just like, you guys are the coolest, you know? And then the world discovered what we'd been saying all along about how awesome those guys are. So one thing was, it's like, man, you guys are so good. Rock and roll residency. I wish you guys did your own songs. You know, I wish you had your own album. And they said, well, you know, we've written some songs. We got some stuff. And then eventually they did come out with an album and it was so good. But it kind of flew under the radar because they at that point had already basically launched into these bigger and better things. But man, the songs on that album are so good. Again, we're talking about some of the most talented, down-to-earth, rock-and-roll souls that you'll ever meet in this entire world. How can it not be good? You want the proof? I got the proof. This is a song you're going to love. And then you're going to go out there and you're going to try to find this album. It might be a little bit hard to find now. It's called This Is Heaven, but you can't come in yet.
so good. Yeah, I like that album they put out. I, I wish they would put some more stuff together, but obviously they their dance card's a little full these days. Yeah, maybe someday things can calm down for just a little while in between these things, and we could get another rock and roll residency album, or call it whatever you want, just as long as those guys are involved, writing the songs, performing the songs. I mean, this song that I just played, This Is Heaven But You Can't Come In, is so amazing, but honestly, I could have played any song off that album because they're all so good. All right, next up for me is a four-piece band from the UK. They released two full-length albums, one in 2018 and one in 2020. I'm hoping we're going to hear more from them in the future. There's not really any bio info out there, so that's really all I can share, but I do think you'll dig this song. From their self-titled debut in 2018, here's a band called Writer's Creed with a tune called Raise the Hoof.
raise the hoof. <laughs> I like that. Not bad, right? No, that's cool really cool. I dig it. They're from the UK? Yeah. A lot of good stuff coming out of the UK these days. I mean, that's kind of traditional thing. I mean, you know, that all kind of started with the Beatles, right? Yep. They got a they got a reputation to uphold. The UK has always been a hotbed for the cutting edge of rock music. Like even when big things were happening here in the states, whether it's Hollywood, whether it's Seattle or wherever, you know, UK has always been constantly putting out great stuff. Some of my favorite bands come from the UK. Do you think we could do like a Where You Come From Britain? Sure. <laughs> we haven't done one of those in a long... I'd rather do that one than France. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. We could do a whole podcast. We like call it the British Podcast. British Rock. You'd never run out of content. I'd get Julian Gill to come on and co-host it with us. Yeah, I'm sure he could tell us about all the great bands that we didn't know about, you know, because we know about so many. Like I said, you know, half of my favorite bands are all from the UK. It's good stuff, man. I like that. Riders Creed, that's with a Y, R-Y-D-E-R-S, if you want to look that up, and I think you should. All right, so it's been a couple of weeks since I mentioned this. Every once in a while, my good friend Loose Cannon and I like to get together and talk about one of our favorite bands for a good old episode of Pod Crash. You know what I'm talking about, A-C-L-C. Well, the last time I talked about this was right after we recorded it, and I assumed that it was coming out, you know, pretty quick. So I was like, hey, everybody, get excited about this because uh, myself and Loose Cannon, we're going to do an episode all about Ugly Kid Joe. We'd already done one about Local H, but now we're doing one about Ugly Kid Joe. And we recorded it. We had a ton of fun. I laughed my ass off, as I always do when I hang out with Loose Cannon. I just love that guy so much. And whenever we get together, we're always talking about one of my favorite bands, which also happens to be one of his favorite bands, hence why Local H worked so well for us. And I know Ugly Kid Joe is going to do the same thing. So at the time when I said that, I, I like told, told the listeners about that weeks ago. I was like, yeah, it should be coming out any time now. So then I waited, and it was a week went by. Then another week went by. Then another week, and I said, oh, shit. So I sent him a message. I was like, man, was it that bad? Was the edit that hard? He's like, no, Baca won't let me release it for like three weeks. Well, they, they bank their shows. They're professional, unlike us. I guess. <laughs> but I was excited to hear it. But now, a month later, it's on the verge. It's oh, good. It's going to happen real soon. And this was one that came up in conversation on the show that Loose Cannon and I recorded. But I don't think we really featured it on the show because it kind of just came up in passing. But back in the day... There was an ACDC tribute album that came out that was called Thunderbolt. And on there was a band called the Sensational Witsketeer Band. But if you looked up who the players were on that, it was a good piece of Ugly Kid Joe, which I knew as soon as I heard it. So since it really didn't get the feature it deserved on the ACLC upcoming episode about Ugly Kid Joe, I thought today would be the perfect day to showcase what I feel is the greatest ACDC cover song of all time. So here is the sensational Witsketeer band. Between you and me, it's Ugly Kid Joe, and this is Live Wire.
think what makes that the greatest ACDC cover is how they're doing live wire, but they also mingle in aspects of other ACDC songs throughout it. It's if you listen to it, it's actually a cover of live wire in like three other ACDC songs hidden in there. And I love that. And I love ugly kid Joe. And I love every, you know, once a year when I get together with loose cannon to record one of our favorites and the ugly kid Joe one should be coming out real soon. So if you guys are not following what they're doing over there on Cobras and fire, you got to do it because Baco and loose cannon, those are our boys. We love them a lot and we want to make sure you guys are checking them out too and keep your ears open for that one. And if you love Ugly Kid Joe, or you know somebody that loves Ugly Kid Joe, you definitely want to turn them on to that because it's going to be a good one. And we had so much fun. I'm not going to ruin the surprise, but we've already decided next year what what band we're going to cover next. And it's going to be good, too. Well, Local H, then Ugly Kid Joe, I have to assume it's going to be tough. No, not tough. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope, nope. It's got to be one of those bands that, that he loves and I love. Oh, hell, I'll tell you, it's a year away. We're going to do Faster Pussycat next. Oh, cool. Yeah, as far as I know. I mean, it's, it's a year away now. We'll Everybody will forget about it by then, and then it'll come out. But, yeah, look forward to that Ugly Kid Joe one because we had a really fun time recording it. All right, so I got one left. My last artist feature today will be familiar to many of you listening. Uh, Tuck Smith was the longtime frontman for The Biters, which was an amazing rock band out of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. That uh, deserved a lot more success than they got. Um, since then, Tuck has gone on to form Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts. Uh, which that band includes our friend and ex-Biters member, Ricky Dover Jr. Um, Ricky actually played at the concert I booked a few weeks ago, Rocky United with Greg Mangus. They were so good. Those guys are always so good. Greg Mangus freaking rules, and you got Sandy Gennaro back there playing drums, and that was a good time, man. Tuck's been through a lot since the end of the Biters. Uh, the band was initially signed, The while well, Tuck Smith and the Restless Heart was initially signed and set to be the opening act on the stadium tour with Motley Crue and Def Leppard. And then the pandemic hit. Yeah. And suddenly he got dropped from the tour as well as his album deal got pulled out from under him. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, but he soldiered on. He got to work recording a new record. And this is the first single from that upcoming album. It's Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts with a song called Ballad of a Misspent Youth.
it's a shame that that happened to those guys because that is so good. Yeah, they. I know the band Classless Act wound up getting their spot on the tour, and I do like some of their stuff too. But man, I was really, really rooting for Tuck and, and these guys to get a, a shot on that tour because I think they would have been great for it. Yeah, and it would have got their music into the ears of a whole another group of people that love that style of music. It would have been perfect, you know. But you know what? Good music finds a way, man. It finds a way into the ears of the people that will appreciate it through. Things like the Radio Sucks radio show. Again, you're not going to hear that on your local radio station, but you should. And why wouldn't you? If I ran a radio station, I'd say put that sucker in rotation. Here's a young band. They look good. They sound great. They got the spirit. They got the style. They got the soul. This is everything I want in a band coming out in 2022. When the whole world has gone Eddie Munson crazy... Why wouldn't they love something like that? You would think they would, you know? <sighs> Such is the world nowadays. That's all right, because that's why you got us. We're not going to let you down. We're going to play all kinds of cool stuff for you. We're going to talk about the best music out there, whether it be classic stuff from back in the day up to stuff coming out right now. Young up-and-comers like Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts, you got to love it. Now, you said I could wrap up the show today. <laughs> yeah. Because you were afraid that people would be angry and turn off the episode if we played this one early. Well, it's a very polarizing subject. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also incredibly entertaining. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so you guys know us. We're great friends with the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. How's Ian doing? I haven't heard from Ian in forever. I need to talk to him, too. It's been a while since I've heard from him. What the hell is going on with you, Ian? You ghosting us? We say we're all good friends, but then Ian don't talk to us never. <laughs> but Ralph does. Yeah, Ralph Vieira, the man that's got the million-dollar YouTube channel, Almost Human. I don't know if it's worth a million dollars, but to me, it is. He does so much cool stuff on that show, you know, and he's got so many great people backing him on it. They want to hear him talk about this album versus that album or rank these and talk about this or talk about that or it's kiss wednesday you know and ralph Vieira is just a wealth of entertainment and i subscribe to the almost human channel and i'm always excited when something new comes up because one he's our awesome friend two he saved our asses when we were stranded in florida three oh, he runs some of the most entertaining and fun podcasts on in the world and three he does stuff like this so back in the day when Ralph played this for us, man, I laughed my ass off. It's so funny, but it's so good. And if you hate Sammy Hagar, then you're going to love this. It's the argument for the ages. Dave versus Sammy. Sammy versus Dave. I know what side of the fence I'm on. Pretty sure I know what side of the fence you're on. I think I know what side of the fence most people are on. And there is some people that say, well, you know, Sammy Hagar is pretty good. But then he says stuff, you know, sometimes like, you know, I had a dream that I wrote a song with Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, we're going to cover that new noise. Yeah, I bet. I saw that. I was like, oh, God, we're going to be talking about this for sure. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. If you don't like Sammy Hagar and you do love Ralph Vieira, then you are definitely going to love this. So wrapping up today's Radio Sucks radio show. If I had a radio station, I'd play it, and I know you're going to enjoy it, unless you really like Sammy Hagar. 
So here's Ralph Vieira and friends wrapping things up with us for us today with a song called Sammy Hagar Sucks. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.
What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.